2: What a rivalry. 140 years' worth, and the next chapter is about to be written. Joe Root wins the toss, decides to bat. It is a courageous decision. There is grass on this Gabba wicket. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) Friend I've come to talk with you again
1: Ruthless Star in Australia dominating here at the Gabba Left its seats while I was sleeping and it is a first day duck for the England captain I did in my brain but Australia are pinning England to the floor within the sound
2: of England roll on the first day for
3: 147. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the cricket podcast where we are covering the 2021, 2022 ashes. If you weren't, you know, if you didn't pick up yesterday, this might be a bit of a struggle for England. Uh, then I reckon here at the end of day two, you're probably realising. Uh, I am Jack Hope. I am joined by cricket analyst Dan Weston. Back again, Dan. How are you doing? Did you enjoy the uh, the overnight frenzy of well batting? <laughs> Fantastic, wasn't it? To <laughs> give you a Travis Head fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder how many Travis Travis Head fans there are out there. Uh, Max, um, you're you're back for your first Ashes show or your first Ashes show that isn't the preview show that we did. So let's just call it the first Ashes show. Yeah. Um,
2: how, how did you enjoy uh, the overnight fair? Um. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm feeling some. I'm feeling slightly uh, at fault for for some of what happened after my comments in the previous show about not well, being convinced. by I said I wasn't convinced by Travis Head. Oh yeah, you you said Travis Head forgettable cricketer. Yeah, you're gonna forget all, that, are you? It's all my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry, third, everyone. To every England
3: a, fan. Third fastest Ashes century after uh, Gilchrist and some other bloke. Um, Gilchrist. Start. Yeah, go build your
0: fun stat, Dan. Let's let's get it. Strike rate was about double the strike rate of Darcy short in the big bash yesterday. 21 <laughs> or 36 balls. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a
3: brute innings. Uh it, it, eventually England just resorted to bowling literally at his yeah, head. Um didn't work.
2: Max, uh, what are the messages for our listeners? Uh please do like and subscribe to this video on YouTube and subscribe yeah. to our channel on YouTube and head over to Twitter and Instagram and follow us at the Cricket Pod. Um, also, we are sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. Did you say Patreon? I did not say Patreon. If you want to support Patreon, us, patreon.com slash the cricket pod. Um, yeah, that's that's
3: the main way, the number one thing you can do, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. Um, if you so do that, we'll, we'll answer your there. questions. We will answer your questions. We've got a question in from Patreon today and we and we will get to that in due course. We're quite, I think we had a couple more questions in from Twitter. Probably have time for all of them. Um, but first, Max. Um, for people who are tuning into this to get their update on the cricket, uh, can you give them a nautical-themed uh, update on, on proceedings?
2: I was actually going to go with a um, sort of climbing-themed one today. Climbing? Yeah. What, like gonna... bouldering
3: climbing? Or, yeah, or yeah. Like, climbing? You know,
2: yeah, because uh, mountain climbing, because at the end of day one, England had a mountain to climb, did they not, after being bowled out for 147? And um, yeah, rather a lot to do. They um, They started off, Day two, making some generally quite good progress, fairly steady. Uh, the bowlers uh, with the new ball, Wokes and Robinson were very tight, very good on their lines and lengths and looked like they might be uh, causing a few problems for the uh, Australian batsmen. And um, and the Julie got their rewards early on as uh, Marcus Harris fell. Um, seems like Marcus Harris... Being out might be sort of uh, one of those things that's kind of just a, a necessary step that you have a formality you have to go through before you get to the yeah. actual batting. Uh, so wasn't too excited by that, but it was a start, wasn't it? Um, and you know, from there, England uh, thought they'd made uh, some quick progress, but turned out actually they were walking the wrong way up the mountain and went back down after Ben Stokes kept bowling no balls and and didn't yeah. get water out. And and then Rory Burns, uh, you know, went. To to grab the next rock up the mountain and just uh, you know greasy palm slipped fell back down another another five meters. Um, England weary trying to get back up and stumble up the mountain. Um, not not too not too shabby. Uh, the Australian batting not too good. The England fielding despite all the efforts of the England bowlers that were you know we should we should um, be clear that England's uh, spinners. Not spinners, seamers, sorry. Not, spinners. <laughs> Not the spinners, England seamers <laughs> were, were very good and somewhat unlucky in the way they bowled. But um, yeah, too many obstacles in the way up this mountain track until um, until just after tea, was it, when uh, England turned things around a little bit. Robinson took two and two, and England thought maybe the, uh, the steepest part of the mountain climb was behind them uh, until they ran into the vertical cliff face of Travis Head, who uh, took them apart. And uh, and it very quickly became uh, an insurmountable climb, from a, a very steep climb, as um, he rocketed Australia to was it three hundred and forty odd for seven by the end of the day. And England are now well. What's the plan? Uh, try and make Australia back again. I
3: yeah. Um, I, I, I they can't even really pray for rain. I mean, there, there wasn't. It was supposed to rain for a bit of today. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in Australia were saying it'll be a similar-ish weather day to uh, to the first day, i.e., uh, you know, we'll get 50, 60 overs to play and that'll be it. So we had 84, so we had nearly the full day. Um, Australia, though, were pretty good. Mm. This has to be said. 343 runs in 84 overs. Um, we'll talk about where England were maybe a little bit unlucky later, but I, I think we probably need to go to, to man of the day first uh, Dan, Travis Head, um, he takes Australia from a position of, of power, a uh, position of supremacy, uh, and effectively ends the test, um, I, I think. It's a pretty good knock, isn't it, by the, the, the Aussie left-hander, who
0: who was yeah, 50-50 to make the, make the 11 in the first place. 112 not out of 95 balls. He only needs another 72 runs to score more runs in this innings than he did for the entire season for Sussex this year. Um, This year he played 11 innings for Sussex in six matches, 183 runs at an average of 18.3. He was actually out hit by a 16 year old uh, in, in that, among many other players. So, I don't know where this is has come from. And obviously... See, forget forgettable cricketer. I wasn't wrong. The evidence yeah. was there. <laughs> Maybe there's something in the pitch at home that he hates. I don't know. <laughs> Grass. Because they've actually got him back next year as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a good point. Um, he It has come from nowhere a little bit. I, I think he had an okay start to the, the Sheffield Shield season. And he's been in and out of the Aussie team. He's got a test average in. In I think we were talking about this on the on the previous yeah, show. It's, wasn't a, we, shade it's yeah. a shade under forty. It's a shade under forty. He'd be the second best England batter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're like forget about cricket. I don't need to worry about him. I'm only four out of ten worry on the on the on the Travis head problem. Um, Max. Um, is there anything he didn't do well, or was it just wall wall brilliance
2: basically over the, over the uh, well? He he didn't duck quickly enough when Wood tried to bowl his yeah. head. That's that's about the only thing he didn't do do right. And even then, he took it took it literally on the chin like a, like a champ, didn't he? I mean. Uh, that could have sparked a, a sort of uh, perhaps a, a trade war that that delivery between England and Australia but uh, um, as it was he uh, he did take it pretty well um, i suppose these things are a bit easier to take when you've just crashed England all over the park and uh, and and you know you've got the the eight ball all over the, but um yeah i mean you have got to just take your hat off to him and and say what <laughs> what a what a performance it was it was um you know how we've been always waiting for Josh Butler to T- do one of those innings where he takes the game away from the opposition when England are slightly ahead. Yeah. And obviously we're never slightly ahead, so we never get to see Joss Butler do that. It's exactly what we got today from Travis Head. He, he, it was that Joss Butler innings that we've been craving for so long. Yeah, it was, um,
3: it, it was absolutely brutal, particularly to the spinners. He had two pretty big sixes mm. off Leach and Warner, not the other one. Leachy. But, uh, uh, Leach and um, Root, sorry. Warner was the, obviously the other guy who put... Well, one of the two other guys because Labuschagne did it too. Was it four sixes Leach conceded? Um, not a great day for him, uh, but yeah, a fantastic day for for um, for, for Travis Head. I mean, I, I, I don't think I don't think it could have gone better for him. We had the day of Cummins yesterday, mm. captaincy debut. We had <laughs> we had sort of the the reemergence of Travis Head today. Um, uh, uh, you know, obviously an Aussie batter. Everything's who, coming up
2: Millhouse for these guys. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, we probably need to talk a little bit about how that happened, um, because Dan England actually started off the ball, off the ball, off the blimey. There you go. There's tiredness. Started off the ball, really tired. Well, um, <laughs> started. Good morning, the day everyone. <laughs> bowling, bowling pretty well, and um, you'd have to say that they were pretty unlucky
0: before lunch, right? Are we talking about the no ball, or we're we talking about other other things here? Well, I've got a list of stuff. Um that, that happened. There's a noble.
3: We'll talk so let's have the noble as the next thing we talk about. And, okay. and the areas yeah. where England were maybe a little bit unlucky through the day. Yeah. I- um Labishane genuine edge that bounces six inches in front of Root. Uh Hamid misses a run out, which would have been out with Warner. He missed another one later in the day. Warner uh scored, I think, half of his first 20 runs through fourth slip, all at a catchable height, just like slightly wide of David Milan at third. Um Labishane. Nearly fell into the leg track, uh, a leg trap. I think um, was it wood bowling. Um, he goes for the hook. It bounces less than six inches in front of Ollie Pope, uh, and then Stokes jarred his knee. So the whole morning session, from an England point of view, and this is these are like the actual chances. There must have been ten, 10 times each that the batters played and missed balls that, that you know would have would have gone through to the slips or the keeper at, at a more catchable height than the one that died on on route. So they you know one wicket probably wasn't just.
0: Just, yeah, no, no uh, prior, prior to lunch. The only the only thing I would say is, is that a lot of the the sort of pre match selection debate hasn't has gone on that Broad versus Anderson versus Leach kind of debate. And and you know mm-hmm. we, we we were clear yesterday that well certainly I was that that I, I would have gone for for Broad over over Leach. I don't understand the point of Leach playing in this particular match with four left handers in in. in uh, Australia's top seven and we'll talk about that later as well I think but what we do know is that the three England paces are probably the stronger point of the squad no matter who you pick that's that's probably the case so yeah I mean if they're, if they're not performing as well then we've got even bigger problems <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah Robinson looks yeah. good,
0: right? Like, Robinson looks the real deal. And have we got, enough, have we got of... Glenn
2: McGrath, Ollie Glenn McGrath Robinson? Is is it funny enough? Um,
0: yeah, I mean my model's been predicting that he'd be good enough for test cricket for about two years. So uh yeah, they finally worked it out and uh, he's doing really, really well. So yeah, all good. Um
3: yeah, he was he was pro- probably the pick of the bowlers through the day. Um was a bit unlucky and, and would would actually um would look pretty terrifying uh, at times, not, not
0: least, not least <laughs> the Beaver. To, <laughs> and they it's, it's, tried to kill him, eh? It's also worth uh, pointing out that all three of them went for under three and over, which yes. puts the rest of the uh, bowling numbers into some context as well. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Was it the, the team concedes four and over in a day and three of the bowlers who do most of the work go at less than three? Yeah. Um, Two it's point, the
2: expensive heights of 2.85 and over for Mark Wood. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was it was ideal. Let's talk about this no ball because that's the other the other big pre lunch talking point, if you like. Mm. The the point of the game really where England were in it. Now we've done we've done the bit where England are out of the game. Um, we did that first by Pulp Fiction this episode. <laughs> um <laughs> let's do let's do the bit that um, gave England fans hope and then extinguished it pretty quickly. Yeah. The bit that kept bold. me watching for an hour. <laughs> what a bold. Um, Bowled by by Stokes, who who started. He came into the attack, you know, in a, in a frenzy of you know, arms and legs and good deliveries and stuff.
2: Um, he knew straight away, didn't he, Max, that he'd overstepped. Yeah, he, there was there wasn't a proper celebration, was there? when you've just bowled. It was a good delivery as well to take a Warner's off stump, and it was a, it wasn't like a, um, you know I'm back, Ben Stokes, fucking yeah. It was a, yeah, got him. Didn't, yeah, didn't really get him.
3: Yeah, it was. It was. It transpired after that 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 was his fourth no ball in a row, and the on-field umpire had missed them all. Um, I, I mean, I guess I thought third
2: umpires were calling this that these days, but I, I guess they're not. I
3: Think for this maybe series. they were just
2: trial. Were they just trialing it in? Uh, was it England oh. v India? Were they just trialing it? Perhaps, no, so they, they, yeah, it was, it was such a bad trial, wasn't it? it was such a disastrous yeah. trial.
1: All <laughs> well, those no balls
3: getting
2: successfully called
3: correctly. <laughs> um, I'm a hundred percent. They're sure that they're doing this in the India New Zealand series because they've got the the siren going when there's mm. no ball, and that I'm sure the third umpire is calling that. So they've just decided, you know, uh, the biggest series that these two play against each other, apart from when they play India, which is um they they've decided that they're just going to abandon that and, and go with the bloke on the field which was sort of proven not to work that well mm. um Dan though what I, I want to ask you yesterday we were talking about where England go wrong and how they don't maybe their maybe their preparation hasn't done much yeah to help them and they've they've um they're not focusing on the on the marginal gains, or they're not looking at areas where they could get closer to the Aussies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. In in white ball cricket, England are the best team in the world, bar none, when it comes to bowling no balls. They, they go years. I think yeah. they went two years without bowling a no ball in white ball cricket. Uh, yeah. That's better than anyone in a franchise. That's better than any other international team. That's mm-hmm. better than most. You know, park teams. Um. They're they they're they're in the top one percent of the one percent. Um. Yeah. He bowls four in a row here. This is an example, right, of one of those marginal gains where where the test team just aren't, aren't doing it right. They're not prepared properly.
0: Yeah. Uh, and while I'm obviously not privy to the internal dynamics of, of the England group regarding, you know, captaincy or analytics or anything like that. Not yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, but the... I think that... It, You have to surmise that it comes from the top. So Morgan has created, like, for all the arguments about Owen Morgan and his his meriting of a place in the the team, which personally I don't think he does merit, but what he has done is he's created a culture of accountability, created a culture whereby, you know, slow innings are unacceptable, no balls appear unacceptable. And, and, And that's massively positive. And you look at you look at him as a as, as a captain, and you look at Joe Root as a captain, and I know who I would rather have captain in my team. Um, I I am not convinced about Root as a captain at all, and I haven't been for a while. And I don't I don't I don't really understand what he adds as a captain. Is it just simply a case of oh, uh, it's or, good in the blazer? Well, maybe he <laughs> does look good in the blazer as well, but maybe it's just the fact that oh, well we'll pick our best player as captain because um, he's not going to get dropped.
2: It's what we've always you done want, in Test cricket.
0: We pick Dan, the best what, batsman. What you would need to do is pick a bowler. Because
3: England don't really have any batters that that, um, that that are locked into the team, do they? They've got root, and that's sort of it. So who could they pick? Butler, but then he has to keep. That's too much. Uh, or it would have to be a bowler. And they don't want to give it to a bowler because that would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? You it couldn't, possibly, <laughs> couldn't
0: <laughs> possibly
3: have a bowler
2: captaining your side. Um well, it would be so Anderson or Broad, wouldn't it? It can't be either of them. So, Thank you. well,
3: um, I, It's been pointed out in the chat. And if you are watching on YouTube, there's a few people over there. Do do hit like, do hit subscribe. Uh, keep the cricket podcast snowball rolling down the cricket hill. Mm. Um, it's a good metaphor. Um, hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, Jack says, on Sky Sports News this morning, they said the tech went down, so they were only checking wickets. Um, um so that's apparently so the, I don't know, what's a very the, specific very specific
2: it? tech problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. it's like covid um, when you you have to work from home on month from monday so covid doesn't exist until monday yeah, <laughs> it's like um, it's like, the, it's like this, does the tech only work when you get a wicket I,
3: yeah, well, they did
0: have
2: the, a problem with Snicko yesterday, didn't they? Uh, and they they had the the hotspot out, and then they were like, "We got yeah. Snicko yet? No. All right, let's just ignore it." So you know, I, couldn't, I could I could believe I... that the tech's not working, but it seems I... a bit odd.
3: I thought it was ju- the, the the
2: technology was just the third umpire looking Watching at a, a video on camera. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Which siren they had, button wasn't working because they could prove that it was a no ball. I reckon it's the siren button that wasn't working, uh, the and, he wasn't and he couldn't and he couldn't say he couldn't radio down. Yeah. The rules yeah. are you have to make a siren and otherwise it's a It's a great it point, Max. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great point. Button stuck. Um yeah, it was annoying. It's annoying. If you're
3: an England fan, you want one of those one of those first no balls to be called. But then, you know, the butterfly fetch, you don't know that it'll take Yeah, wicket. You don't know it'll take it'll have taken the wicket yeah. if you did not uh, over There's a reason, there's a rule. <laughs>
2: yeah. Ultimately, just don't bowl no balls. That's uh, that's the yeah. easiest way around it, isn't it?
3: Um Warner, though, this is a great stat. Um, he has been given out. Six times off no balls in his Test career. Um, I think he's converted four of those. This is this was the sixth. Four of those occasions, he's gone on to convert and make a century. One time he turned two hundred into three hundred and fifty. Nice. Uh, and the sixth time was today, where he just missed out mm. on um, on that. Um, we talked a little bit about luck there. We talked about the no ball. Uh, I I I don't think you know we can only sort of talk about luck. Here within within the context of why England needed the luck, and, and yeah. that's because they were bowled out for 147 yesterday. Like we
2: needed um, everything to go our it's... way to get back in the game, <laughs> yeah. and it didn't.
3: <laughs> it was it's, sometimes it's test cricket, you know, it, this is the ball goes past
2: the yeah. edge. Uh, oh, yes, they did the it, it argument, didn't England, you know, you but they also batted the, terribly. You said um, the ball went through like fourth slip area four times. You could say, Well, were the slips in the right place?
3: I don't. I think they were too deep, and I think this was sort of picked up. Probably the only good piece of commentary or analysis all night from the Jokers on hmm. Fox Sport or whatever we're oh, getting on terrible. BC's. Oh. It's so bad. It's so bad. They... Probably the only good piece of analysis all night was that maybe the slips were a bit too deep uh, after Root let that one bounce in front of him.
2: For the first half uh, an hour... And he probably Shane... was 30 yards back. <laughs> was, it, was it Shane Warne at the start? Honestly, like for the first half an hour, it was just like... Basically, reading the speed gun when Ollie Robinson was bowling. Oh, he's at 125. Normally, he's about 130. Oh, that was 128. He's getting his rhythm. It was like, I don't care. I really don't care whether the speed gun's yeah. got two kilometers more on it. But they did do one bit of excellent commentary. Ooh, did where, they? <laughs> yeah, the, whoever was summarizing at the time, I can't remember if it was, basically was like, Yeah, you know, it's a good start from Australia, but I feel like something's about to happen. And the next ball, Harris was out. It was brilliant. Okay.
1: All right.
3: Well, um, that's good. No. That's good. Um, or, or the other thing I'd say about England, just, just on their pre-lunch, uh, on the on the pre-lunch bit, you know, the first 20 overs were England's chance to, to keep Australia below 250 and stay in the game. They needed to take two or three wickets. We talked about where they were unlucky, but I, I do think they also had some reasonably dubious plans. Now, caution and mine back to 2019, and and look, I know it's different conditions, but this picture had a bit of juice in it, didn't it? Cash mm. mine's back to 2019. Where did England have loads of success to David Warner? What did they do? Just take Broad, broad, broad out. Of this. It wasn't just wicket. a bowl Broad, <laughs> bowl around the wicket. Yeah. He spent the whole morning
2: bowling over the wicket. To it Warner. was mental. I could not understand it. At
3: well, this all. is
0: where you talk about the marginal gains again and the preparation and the match plans and stuff. Like that.
2: I don't see it. I mean the the, the stats they the stats bear out. not think what was it? I think it, was he averages about sixty to bowling over the wicket and about you couldn't believe his thirty. Luck. He literally couldn't believe it. He's out bowled off a no ball. They don't. Yeah. They bowl. Yeah, they do
3: that. They bowl exactly to his strength all morning. He, then after twenty overs, when he got his eye in, they bring on a left arm spinner for him to get his innings. <laughs> like, like, which is literally his I bread mean, and butter,
2: um, isn't it? It's like his favourite, yeah, his favourite
3: yeah, thing to face. Well, um, I've,
0: I've, I've had enough experience of working with teams to know that when teams make that mistake, it's usually because they don't buy the analytic side of things or, or they're not they're not yeah they're, they're, they're some, even... there's someone in the process who is generally pretty old school and doesn't really care
2: maybe but the analytics will tell you that bowling around the wicket is the right thing to do and probably bowling a left arm at him isn't the right thing to but yeah. yeah the analytics will say that but also like even the eye test and like anecdotal evidence will tell you to bowl around the wicket because literally the last time we bowled at <laughs> David Warner, we bowled round the wicket and it
0: was really successful. Got in out so, 10 times like, for 12 runs. What? Yeah, yeah but they might, be, they might be thinking, ah, well, that was Stuart Broad and he's not playing yeah. this well, <laughs> He's <not> <laughs> Stuart <laughs> Broad then.
3: <laughs> Warner was so bad in the, not 2019, ashes that he didn't face a single ball of spin. I think today, uh, I'm not 100% sure about this, uh, but I think today he might have scored more runs in the whole of that series. He had, what did the average? It was either nine or 12 that he averaged. Oh, he got that, close. He got close to scoring the the whole total. Now we know that Warner's way better at home than he is away, but that's still you know you had the wood over this guy, and now mm. he's got the wood over you. Well on England. Um, I we probably need to talk about what, what the the difference between. So if we if we say that's, that that covers sort of England where they bowled well this morning, they the backup three bowlers that they used
2: Max mm. um, didn't bowl particularly well, uh, did they? No. Um, I have sympathy for them, to be fair. Uh, You were spot on in your preview show. You said, what will Australia do to Jack Leach? They will go for him because they know that England having someone who can tie up an end would be key to them being successful with the ball in this series, aside from, obviously, their seamers taking wickets. (laughs) And... He, they Simon Kerrigan him, so. Uh, um, yeah, poor old Leachy. I do feel for him. But again, I mean, when was the last time England actually picked him? Like, what, and then you just throw him into, um, throw yeah, him into the, the hardest fire test of pit the year. against uh, <laughs> against David Warner, who's got his eye in. Like on a pitch,
3: uh, for tr- it couldn't have spun less.
2: It's, <laughs> it, it was. I mean, as thankless tasks go, it was. Uh, yeah, it was like trying to argue that uh, number ten didn't have a Christmas party. It was. Uh, it was a little. <laughs> Uh, a little poor, um, Ben Stokes again. You know, when, when was the last time he bowled in in any form of cricket, let alone Test cricket, and didn't have much of a chance to with the warts with the rain? So um, he's obviously he was obviously a bit uh, a bit out of kilter, and uh, you know he did do his uh, thing of every now and then bowling something unplayable, but it just so happened it was mostly no balls, um, and uh, and then you're left with bowling Joe Root, who took a wicket. So <laughs> that's that's sad. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It makes you actually wonder like this this it's all about like the, the selection again. We go back to selection and we'll talk I don't want to talk about that at some point. Yeah we will we will we will we'll we just get through the about rest of the day and then but but you look at you look at this and you think okay well Ben Stokes has picked. Ben Stokes, what's he actually done in the last six months? We know he has not played a game of cricket. We've done this. We've, we've covered uh, this point what, before. Why is he insta parachuted back into the team? Well, what happens is, well, when, you're not, when you're not like, in the
2: when you're not in the team, you get loads better.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Forgot about that one. Yeah, to we'll remember um, that? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, it just feels to me is like the players are being picked on previous like long term previous performances, hmm. reputation, as opposed to to particularly whether they're suited for the task at hand. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind think that's true Ben to Stokes extent. being picked.
3: Yeah, I don't think England have got a choice yeah. here because they haven't got they they haven't got anybody else who can bat and bowl any, mm. to anywhere near that that level. I know his bowling was a bit poor today. Well, no,
0: I would say that Chris yeah. Wokes, but it will have a net have a net similar benefit. In but terms I don't, I don't think you can bat Wokes in your top six. No, I'm not saying you should. I think, think you can. if you like bat plus ball impact, I would probably back Wokes over Stokes but then
3: he has about 7 and then you've got a reasonably long tail because that moves Robinson up to, to 8 doesn't it and then you bring Broad come in and he's batting in 10 um i don't I, I i i don't you know stokes is definitely not in my view the problem here um i i, I no no i'm just i'm just saying it's symptomatic of of and this... I, and i also think you know it's if someone is injured if someone is in your team and they're a lock in your team and then they're injured and then they come back and they rehab now, ideally, you give them like a second team game or a bit of county championship to get them warmed up, wouldn't you? Yeah. But that's not that's not an option. They've been where, where was he supposed to play over the last few months? Um, well, no, I'm talking not, about
0: like there was a lack of preparation in terms of. Yeah, I mean, it's they played two warm up games against themselves, and it rained for one of them. Yeah. So, of them. so so I mean, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. That's that's not that's not good preparation for any player, let alone Ben Stokes. But at least at least you know. Some of the other players have played a little bit more in, in the recent months, and I just I don't know. It just feels like players are picked on reputation a lot. It's, it's just a frustrating thing because it's not... yeah.
3: I I, think I would agree with that. I just don't think it's Stokes that's the one yeah. that's been picked on reputation. There's... I think he's got he's got a deserved reputation for being you know England's best all rounder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like, fair, yeah. fair,
0: but or but... best
3: batting all rounder. Let's say like he's the only person who can bat in the top five and bowl ten
0: overs a day consistently. Now I know but, today but his bowling output's not great, and it hasn't been great for a while
3: it but I I don't I know I I would disagree with this a little bit I think he performs a a role that is quite difficult and and does okay at it um he he has to bowl a lot with the old ball he has to do a lot of sort of bowling around the wicket to people's ribs that can be quite expensive um or or, you know or that can be uh that can make you look like a, a reasonably unprofitable bowler but that's that's because England have got, you know, three seamers doing the bit with the new ball. They don't need, they don't. If if he was playing in a worse team, he'd probably bowl a lot more with the new ball and probably have a bowling average two or three runs lower. Um, I, I, th- yeah, I think I yeah. think he has to do a lot of the, the, the sort of donkey work and often as well because England don't have a spinner. Uh, they have to throw the ball to him when you, when mm. ideally you'd have a spinner doing the do it. Well, they pick the, the wrong spinner the for every single game. Well yeah, I mean it's yes. Um
0: it's like they're trying to do reverse matchups.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: trying to prove that
2: matchups aren't real, Dan. That's
3: what yeah. they're doing. Yeah.
0: Um, eventually, <laughs> England, you know,
3: Eventually England did take some wickets, boys. Um so after we'd forgot about that for, bit. A bit, <laughs> for, for for a long time. Lavashine took pity on England. Um, I yeah. think that's the only way to describe it really. And Leach. Uh and and just hit the ball to a point. Um it, it no one really knows why he did that. Uh, threw away probably one of the easiest centuries he'll ever make. Um, he goes, uh, and then, then not long after that, Robinson gets the double breakthrough, doesn't he? Is it two mm. wickets in two balls? And it, and it looks like England could be back in the game. Cameron Green inexplicably the only bad leave all day from Australia. I and mean, this was the other oh, thing. In Australian I did well do early. love a bad
2: leave, though, don't you?
3: Yes, uh, he's bold Robinson has two. Robinson by miles the best England bowler, I think. Um, uh, and then, then head comes in. Does anyone want to say anything about this middle passage? Because I think we've we've sort of covered head and and how he, you know, I, I don't think we really talked about the acceleration fifty off fifty wasn't it, and then a hundred off another. We got the second fifty and thirty four balls, which was excellent. Anything anything from the middle passage of play the 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 bit. I think um, Aggers asked whether it was the turning point. Um, mm, after yes. he, after hasn't has, took those yeah, two England records. turned the game no I'm not sure exactly how many runs Australia
2: had on the board I think it was quite a lot 195 uh, for 5 when Cameron Green oh okay fell. so uh, yeah yeah so, actually uh, it
3: was It maybe it was closer you know if you take 5 for 5 or something 48 like that well in the game um, it would have been yeah. 20 and all out
2: yeah yeah and that would have been enough <laughs> but um, yeah. You know.
3: uh, it was, you know, I I, I I haven't got that much to say about it. Um, mm. the, we knew that the Australian,
2: there were a couple of
3: iffy Australian players around. Cameron Green was one of them. Carey, I I think we said on the preview show we weren't that scared of him as a batter. max Yeah, yeah. Um, Travis Head made up for it. Didn't yeah? Travis Head made up for it. Um, I don't have much to say other than uh, no. We've got to I don't him know him if it's, if it's Moses, worth touching. Drop.
2: Yeah, touching on um, the potential. Uh, injury problems for for the bowlers. Obviously, Stokes tweaked his knee, which. Mm. Uh- didn't seem great, and um, a, tweak, you know. a bit of uh, a bit of tight hamstring from Ollie Robinson towards the end of the day as well, which you know left England in in further trouble in terms of their bowling options. And you I know you don't that. you don't really want your part time spinner bowling six overs on the second day of a Test match, do you? It's not an ideal situation to be in. So uh, um, probably more suited
0: for matchups than Leach was. Yes,
2: yes, yeah, that's,
0: that's probably true. <laughs> but,
2: um,
3: well, look, it was difficult. It was difficult for England. Um, they. Maybe they picked the wrong team. We've got some questions. Let's do the questions yeah. and then and then that'll sort of round off the show. I, I think we've talked about pretty much all of the the, the main um, talking points. VJ on Patreon says morning, guys. What a day. Exclamation market. Was mm. it? You tell you what, if you were a, a fan and you just yeah. like batting, um, it was a pretty good day. Yeah. Um, England, if they would have been lucky or good enough in the field um they had their chances uh in any case they must be wishing for a miracle performance by their batters in the second innings do you blame the first innings total for low confidence on the field or are the bowlers to blame um he wants us to talk about selection as well we've got another question about that so let's let's just talk about the batting performance yesterday max you didn't you weren't on the show no um i i, I, I here's my theory on this so a lot of people were like joe root worst decision ever Nasser hussein had the balls to go on Sky Sports. And, and say started. it was a bad decision. And say it was the he, bad decision. Wow. NASA Hussain, Memories are short, aren't they, they NASA? Yes. Um, I, um, I actually think today showed that it wasn't such a bad decision. Mm. I thought that the pitch
2: started to go a little bit up and down at, at points and looks like yeah. it. it well, know, Warner, later this Warner goes, got done by one that stuck, didn't he?
3: Yeah. Um, there were also there was a couple that shot, a couple that, 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 that did explode um i think this might be a bit tricky in in the fourth innings if we get there um obviously england are going to need like 400 runs now that's ambitious but, but, <laughs> yeah but yeah um max it, mm. it, the the game <sighs> England England would have liked to have bowled Australia out for under 300. But but the, yeah. I think what today showed was that batting first wasn't the, the worst decision ever. No,
2: I, I, I agree, actually. Um, it's obviously very easy when you get rolled for 147 to turn around and say that was a terrible idea. But it reminds me a lot of the, you know, the Lord's test against India in the summer when Rohit and, and Kale Rahul just batted all day. And we were like, yeah. what have you done? But it was that same sort of thing of like, okay, we've got we've got a decision to make here. We can either we anticipate that it's going to be a tough opening hour or so, and then it will get easier to bat. Um, do we back our batsmen to see off that the tough conditions and then uh, make hay, or do we put all our eggs into the basket of trying to get the opposition five wickets down before lunch, which we tried to do against India in that Lord's Test and could easily have done but didn't. Um, and you know the rest, uh, as they say, is history. And one one of the more uh, the more memorable tests that we in in recent times. And it was the same sort of toss up yesterday. I think, like if we bowled, it was like, well, we have to get in Australia down like four or five down before lunch, otherwise we're in real trouble. So it was it was that kind of thing. I think it was the I think it was a sensible decision to try and bat. But the problem is our top order isn't up to it, is it? And we know that. So uh, with your resources, maybe you could say you put all your eggs in the basket to the seamers. But then again, you also don't have Broad and Anderson in your seam. So um, perhaps the, yeah, you know, the selection may be also pushed towards uh, batting first as as the, as the move. But I, I don't have a problem with that decision itself. It's just we, we didn't do the business, did we? And Australia bowled really well.
3: Um,
2: yes, they, they did. Did well
3: pretty well. Let's let's do the selection question next. So this comes from Michael Heslop, um, Chris Hillwood
0: as coach slash selector. Uh, please discuss, Dan. Okay, so I'm I've, I've been very vocal about this for a long time. I know we spoken about this in previous pods as well to some extent. I don't like it. I really don't like it. And the reason why I don't like it is because if you're if you're spending the vast majority of your time, um you're coaching England or being with the England team, traveling and being in bubbles and stuff like that, you cannot possibly have any kind of insight into who's performing well at County county Cricket or, oh. for example, in or other formats, you're looking at you know, all the T20 tournaments that are going on around the world. So he needs help. Now, people might argue and say, well, he's got these 12, 12 regional selectors or, or regional scouts, or whatever they are, but I don't I don't see that that's really of any benefit whatsoever, particularly when none of them are analysts. So um, I think it's just it's just a question of a system now which has got no accountability because he he's he's basically the coach, the selector is everything. He's everything. There's no he doesn't have to 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 account for his decisions to anybody. at The moment. he, he doesn't really ever really front up in terms of media. Media stuff, or explain the rationale for selections, or or anything like that. And this it's it's not a good system. It 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 it's an enablement for kind of a, the boys' club, if you like. The jobs for the boys, or it's a system where it's harder to get out of the team than it actually is to get in the team. And I feel like there should be some form of external selection input. Now that that doesn't mean that the coach doesn't get his say. Of course, he does get his say, but it's got to be a lot more structured. And and have better processes. I, I can't see Chris Silverwood sitting down in front of a computer and going, "Oh, well, well, well you know, this guy's this guy's got a great weighted average or something like that." I, like it, it, it wouldn't happen. He's just going to pick from the eye test, and we know that the eye test is ridiculously flawed. So, um, and no, I don't like it at all. So, if you guys got any views, yeah,
3: I, well, I'm going to ask this to Max, and I think this is a good one from Jack in the chat, um, Matt, because it's sort of does the other side of it that's the no he shouldn't be the selector mm. uh, but Jack picks up on the coaching side can you name even one player who has improved in the England setup since <laughs> Silverwood took over so I'd say Root has he's gone from like pretty good to the world's best batter yeah.
2: who else have we got um Anderson's been quite good lately <laughs> Isn't I think uh, I think he's really I think he's really uh, really um, coached him coached him well at the age of, of thirty nine. Well, yeah, yeah. No, like,
0: ten to eleven or something.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I don't. Yeah, I, I think Root, Root is the only one I can I can think of really. Um, and I, yeah, it's just it's it's too much, isn't it, for one man to do like coach yeah. and choose? You know, you like Danny you're too. Aside from not having the time to go and see what's going on around the county game, you're also too close to it, really, aren't you?
0: like it's, it's, it's no different as well to say I, I I say this a lot as well a head coach of a, of a team shouldn't be at, like absurdly involved with recruitment because they just simply do not have the time to go and watch tournaments around the world and, mm. and Spend it's a very
3: it. 1990s football approach isn't it or yeah. 1980s football where you employ you employ one man to be the manager the the your operator in the transfer market your head scout your dealing
0: with the media you know,
3: yeah yeah just does the whole ends lot ends up with
0: Paul Scales playing the their field. Kitch, uh, put, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, puts the cones out at training oh, um and, and, and on yeah. the subject of the improving the batters name me an name me an England batting coach who hasn't had at least 50 caps for his country in the last 20 years. Uh, did Ramprakash play 50 games, for England? Well, he must've played about that. I think he yeah. might have yeah.
3: done. Yeah. He he probably, probably blows. did, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Uh, right. We've got a few is, more. The point is, is that you don't have to be a good player to be a good coach. In, we're in, in, gonna, this...
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 it is. Yeah. It's, it is a good point, And it's, it's, you know, it's, a problem. We've got a few more in, in 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 the chat. We we often don't do chat questions, so we're just going to try and whiz through a few of these. Um, I'm going to combine this one. It's from Yash and uh, Vasanth. So Vasanth asks, um, can England get in some players from a setup and, and and you know maybe with some injuries pull off a miracle like India did last year? And Yash sort of saying it's a similar lines. Is there a way this could have been avoided by England? So Max, can you combine your answers to both those questions into into one
2: salient point? Um, I, <laughs> I I don't think throwing some England Lions boys in there is necessarily going to um, save us somehow. I don't think they've, well, they've not played any cricket either. So in the preparation front, that's not going to gonna help. I mean, we've got a, a good body of, of seamers, so I think a rotation there might might not be a problem, but that's not where the, the issue lies. The issue lies with the with the batting. And the only it would be we would have to rely basically on uh like a, a bit of a miraculous showing from someone happening happening to get a chance and suddenly yeah. being brilliant. I, I don't think necessarily I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I know for sure that one of those Lions boys is going to come in and do it. But it's, it's possible because they haven't had the chance, really, have they? Um, it's been a bit of a close shot. Maybe, maybe Zach Crawley is going to come back and and be the best player. No. <laughs> he won't. Um, there's just a quick it's, it's, it... miles, England. Go England, lines,
0: England Lions are thirteen for three in, in, in response good. to Australia's mammoth tour. Well, no, they say, though, don't uh, they?
3: They say, they say in like proper setups, in like the, the Barcelona Academy and, and that, they all play the same way as the first team, don't they? So it's... Uh, <laughs> that's very smart. <laughs> that's,
2: that's very smart.
3: <laughs> it's uh, it, got to get experience. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... I, I I think... Yeah, I mean, obviously the batting is a problem here. Because if England have made 250... Which really should have been accomplishable. That yeah. should have been really the worst case scenario. We get yeah, two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Um, then, even though Australia have had an absolute day out today, England aren't out of the test. You know, a good morning session tomorrow, they're a hundred runs behind. They can still still recover. They they are out of the test now because their batting is so bad. Now, who could they bring in to to stabilise that or, or do anything better? Probably who's, no who's, one. And, yeah. and I think this this talks to to the wider process England have around um selection and and coaching and so on. They don't it doesn't appear to me that there is a pathway from recognition of talent in 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 county cricket to the England first eleven. So what I'm saying there is that they're not seeing someone like Dom Sibley or Josh Bohannon or Ollie Pope looking at them and saying you have something in your game that elevates you above the other England players on the circuit at the moment. But we we recognise, we've got coaches here looking at your game, we've got analysts looking at your game. We think there are some things that you need to improve to translate your average of 50 into an average of 45 in, in test matches. Now, with Pope, I said he can't really play spin. Uh, there's a, there was evidence for this, though. In, 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 county, in county cricket, he scores way slower against spin than he does against anything else. Um, so, you, you know, why, I'm saying here, why? Didn't somebody look at Pope and say, let's develop, you know, your reading of length when a, when a spinner comes into the attack. Don't just stick your pad down the line of the ball and hope for the best. Hmm. Um, you know, maybe go back sometimes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's things like that. Dom Sibley, there's obviously a player in Dom Sibley, obviously a, a top, top order test match player in terms of his concentration and his defence and his ability to leave the ball. But he can't hit the ball on the offside. Surely it wouldn't have been that difficult at some point in the last three years to get one of these batting coaches, maybe get someone, maybe get someone who only has forty k international caps, and, and get them to to, to to prove themselves at a lower level. Go and throw some balls outside off stump to Dom Sibley until he can play the cut shot. So at least he can punish the ball either side of the wicket. Because uh, at the moment, you know, Dom Sibley came into international cricket, did okay, and then people just started hanging it outside off stump. Mm. And it was like, well, he, he can't score. He will go nowhere That's and thing. eventually he will make a mistake. You can, you
2: can be very successful in test cricket with two scoring shots, but they have to be on either side of the wicket.
3: <laughs> you, Alist- to, Alistair you Cook did it
2: for years.
3: You can't, you have to, yeah, you have to, you have to adapt. You have to have different plans. Right, lads, it's, it's five past nine. Um, I have to go and catch a train to Birmingham. Mm. Um, Max, you have to go to work. Uh, yep. Dan, don't know what you do. I don't know what a cricket analyst does all day. Analyzes cricket probably. Well, no, Watch the I'm, big bash.
0: I'm having a bit of a chill week, actually, after tea oh, Okay. Time, but oh, um, yeah. Dan's on
3: Dan's on holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I might do a substack later.
3: Okay, cool. Uh,
0: that'll be good. Um, we will be back tomorrow. I think
3: it's you, Max, with Ross? Uh, yes, believe so. I believe so. So that, that'll be good. Um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, we're sponsored by Woodstock. Uh, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod um, Dan what's your Substack? if people want and to read that, that later western.substack.com. and we're at the cricket pod on Twitter and Instagram cheerio you're
0: listening to the cricket podcast sports
1: social podcast network